Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. And that's our, that's my cat in the background. And I've also got Maria here to join me in. Hi, Hi Maria. Look, we'll just Hello. keep we'll run with that as the um as the <laughs> intro excited. to the into the podcast. Cat's excited, we're doing this. And why should the cat be excited? Because <laughs> we're gonna talk about the erotica I wrote. <laughs> um basically I've talked about this a lot on social media and I've got like a Instagram account for it. So I've been toying with it and stuff, but you may, may, may not have heard. I have written a collection of erotic short fiction Go and, you. and, um, <laughs> not and everyone can say poetry. That. <laughs> um, and you, Maria helped me edit it. And mm. there's, it's like, well, I sort of came out of left field with this one a little bit. I feel people are like, how are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's, it's, I feel like it relates to a lot of the stuff that I'm sort of thinking about and talking about anyway. Sexuality is, in a lot of ways, directly related to mental health. You can think about that in terms of gender, in terms of sexuality, in terms of PTSD, of the past trauma. You can think about it in terms of your unfulfilled and fulfilled fantasies. It's very correlated, right? Yeah. If you've got an unfulfilled sex life, if you've uh, not exactly the norm and, you know, Hint, there is no norm because everyone's freaky in their own way. Mm. Everyone has issues in their own way, right? So, it's like the same thing that we have stigma reduction of mental health and talk about it. Mm. Sex is an, is another one. It's like another whole level, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's exactly that whole thing. And, you know, Kat's very excited in the background. Let's go. <laughs> um, so, what we want to do with this podcast is just sort of riff on and discuss Kink, the book. Yeah. Kink Volume 1. I am writing more. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Can't um, stop at one. <laughs> have, look, I believe in um, multiple experiences of pleasure and having yeah. a second experience of kink will be ideal. Um, so, obviously, this this podcast, we're going to get a little bit um, explicit. I will probably end the podcast by playing an episode. We're going to talk uh, – playing a chapter of the book. We'll yeah. talk about the creative process. So, this this one will be adult more adult-themed. Adult yeah. Um, which is fine. Fun. Yeah, Let's do this. Yeah, fine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd like to – how about we just sort of – we want to talk about, like, the philosophy of it. What did we say here? Your motivation and, like, sort of why you did it. Why did you do the um, sex-positive thing and your creative process? Yeah. So, perhaps we can just sort of have a discussion, ask the questions. I can ask you yeah. the questions because you were part – you're part of the um, – <laughs> you edited, edited it. Um, I did. Which exposed I'm not very you. good at editing, but I tried. no, it took yourself up. You're great. You're great at editing. Perfect yeah. editing. The book's perfectly I edited. Missed Come so on. many typos. Anyway, um, no, we, I thought which we which we addressed and fixed because it's great editing. Uh, no, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, reading it out loud was the was the key to editing. Rather than just reading it in your head, you got to speak the words out loud yes, to pick up a lot of the problems. That's right. So we, words I don't want my young son <laughs> hearing. So it was still very quietly read out loud, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I wanted to, I thought it was really interesting because you had all these reasons in your head that you wanted to write it. So if you just read, someone just bought the book and read it, it's actually just a collection of pornographic stories. <laughs> no, not quite, but. We'll get into of, the depth of we'll what it actually that. is. It is more than that, but yes. But yeah, I think it's nice to talk about sort of the background and why you even decided to write this and you actually had quite a positive message with it. Well, yes and no. Yeah, well, it's, it goes. It's, it goes both. It goes both ways because the way my creativity works is that I sort of feel like I almost don't have a choice as to what I write and create. The muse just is like, "Hey, write this," and I either say yes and write it 
and share it and mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Or I say no and then I sit there grinding my gears for 30 days and then I have to do it anyway because yeah. otherwise I have this block. Because not writing it feels worse than writing it. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm, it's not to say that I don't have choice over what I write, but I tell you what, with poetry particularly, it feels like the words just come. Yeah. And for whatever reason, this just came, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's two. So there's one thing is that you were just allowing creativity. Yes. And even though it's an embarrassing thing and you're well, like... Well, I had to come to terms years. with the fact that family, friends, anyone yeah. is going to be like, hey, Zach thinks of this. Yeah. You know, and like there's, there's some interesting themes in the book. It goes into BDSM, voyeurism, like... Uh, fantasies of it's the um, muse i swear it's not me <laughs> yeah exactly but but it is because it goes down a whole bunch of paths but obviously i do draw on personal experiences but as an author that's what you do right so if you feel angry and you want to write about a very angry person you just try and amplify that by three thousand yeah but it's like if you watch a movie like when you watch the saw movies you don't think that the director of the saw movies is a serial killer no you know like he's expressing but they're tapping into something exactly yeah so it's like that it's but, not it's not your direct experience, it's an art. But I had to um, come to terms with the fact of people's judgment. Yeah. You know, you can read a book in there and it's multiple levels of, of depravity, <laughs> right? And I'm writing the second the second book and it's far more. I'm not getting to why, but someone could read read these. So it's short stories and poems? Short stories and yeah. poems and be like, oh, Zach thinks that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I do. Maybe I've got that kink, but we don't want a kink shame. It's about no. acceptance. It's and about- it's not actually about your own kinks. It's a general. Well, it's just about it's it's about yeah. This is this is the thing trying to pin down why is interesting because on one level it is me just playing the writer. Yeah. Um. On another level, it's me using writing as therapy because through fiction, through poetry, I can express aspects of myself. Mm. Through, um, through. <sighs> You know, so so it's like it's the expression, it's the creativity, but then by sharing and putting a message on it, doing a podcast like this, are going to be like, hey, it's not just smart. Yeah, it's more than that, and and I suppose the getting into that is is that everyone's different. So what you like and what you don't like is unique to you, and it's no one's business, kind of thing. Well, it doesn't have to be. It mm. can be. Yeah, you might want to share it, and that's okay too. You might not want to share it, and that's okay too. But if you were sitting there keeping things to yourself, feeling shamed for something that you feel or want or believe or do or crave or mm. fetishize about or have done, mm. you're torturing yourself. It's like there's this stigma, isn't there, that any time the word sex pops up or even in your own mind, if it's you, internal. you sort of, <gasps> you know, yeah. you sort of panic about it a little bit. Well, in a, some people will. Right? For mm. sure. And, like, if you think about, like, we're, we're actually sort of blessed to be living through um, sexuality revolutions in terms of, like, you know, homosexuality and mm. gender and all of that sort of stuff. The, the conversation is far more vivid and clear than it ever has been. Yeah. But I feel I fear that that's maybe a, a younger generational thing, are getting that a lot. Mm. And I also fear that it's pocketed. And what does that mean, pocketed? As in, like, you might feel a certain way because you're in a certain community, online or in person, whereas somewhere somewhere else might, due to other influences, feel like they don't belong to that thing, so then still feel that internal shame. Yeah. Or like, that's okay for those people over there in that liberated country, space, place, mental yeah. state, condition, whatever. And you hear stuff like the, the, I mean, I'm not judging anyone here, but that people that identify as gay don't 
appreciate people that identify as bisexual and it's sort of like and you're sort of trying to make it more positive and saying no we need to allow anyone to have like how do you describe the sex positive thing that you're trying to say like you're saying anyone should I, I have a general rule with with sexuality and with life in general basically that provided you've got informed consent yeah and it's legal yeah go for it yeah but informed consent you mean like enthusiastic consent like happy like the other person's really happy with what you're doing everyone knows what you're doing yeah and you've all agreed yeah okay now no one's getting hurt by hurt we need to be clear here because yeah, okay. some people no no but, but no so, no yeah absolutely so, it's, okay. so it's hard to define if you, so I'm if you like getting spanked it. right hmm. or whipped or yeah. cut even right whatever it is yes if you've if you have this it, go, it goes multiple ways if you crave that how do you bring that conversation up yes seriously it's like oh hey I want you to sort of sort of hit me so hard I bleed oh that yes. that sounds a bit how do you you know like it's, it feels awkward to talk about yes right what if you want that. Well, what do, what would you do? You know, what if you want to be tied down and and blindfolded? What if you, you know, whatever it is you want, right? And it, it can be any range of things. If you can't even accept that that's what you want yourself, yeah, how can you possibly hope to communicate about it? How can you possibly even hope to ever experience that? Yeah, and then there's a difference between. Having an image in your head and wanting to actually do it compared to having an image in your head that you're quite happy for it to be a fantasy and you're not going to go ahead and do it. Thus the fiction. That's Yeah, and that's right. where fiction comes in. So, 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 and that goes down another path. So, in terms of sex positivity, in terms of advising people of what to do, informed consent and legal. Yeah. Have at it. Enjoy. There should be no, there should be no shaming on that. Yeah, okay. Now, some aspects of that might so, be so uh, impossible, vulgar, disturbing even to yourself that you just want to think about it, that you just want to fantasize about it. Yeah, that you just and that's want to okay. That, yeah, that you just yeah. want to read about it. You know, you might read about it and be like, oh, yeah, I really enjoy this, but I would never actually want to do that. Yeah. Once again, that's fine. So it's about not not shaming down that path, about accepting it, about exploring it, about enjoying it. Why not? Yeah, and that it should be like something that you think about and you're sort of delighted at the idea of sex rather than – a lot of people think of sex and they just feel stressed, you know. And that's where you're saying the negative stuff comes in and people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I it, like that message. So, yeah, I need, I need to caveat that with my, my like, I, it, that's how it sort of fits into the, the mental health, introspection, self-awareness, online space that I'm talking about. Because all of that then relates to mental health. Yeah. If you're sitting there ashamed of your sexual desires. You're not going to have a great time with your anxiety. About, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, all of that sort of thing. Like I said, like, I want to, I want to suggest, you know, for anyone doing anything, like I said, informed, informed consent, legal. Yeah. And that way everyone knows what's up and you're not doing anything wrong because it's, you know, following the law. But beyond that, play, have fun. And the stories <laughs> that I've, I've got in this book do explore a lot of those paths. They're very playful, actually. Yeah, and I, what I wanted to hope is is that, yeah, it's smutty. Yes, it's, you know, written porn, effectively. Yeah. But I also try and go a bit deeper on things. I want to yeah. try and um, highlight certain certain cultural issues, certain personal issues, certain certain things that you're not 
it's not just it's sort of like using the guise of sexuality porn orgasms play all of that sort of stuff to make you think a little bit deeper in the same way that like a good sci-fi story highlights social issues yeah so will i hope (laughs) my stories right yeah it's got a deeper storyline and some like lessons and things to learn and exactly exactly yeah and like what i hope is that you'll listen to it and you'll read it and you'll be like oh okay like like yeah that's fun but also what you know what about that i've got a poem in there called the siren's call that is a playful poem highlighting how you know the issues with pornography and how it can yeah i wanted actually i wanted to bring this up tell us what you think about pornography so (laughs) i have a love-hate relationship with pornography right go for it enjoy it watch it but be careful because you wouldn't want to kink shame (laughs) no 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 but exactly watch it by yourself watch it with people enjoy just just be aware that it's it's sex on steroids yeah in the sense and it's 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 drugs it's like a drug it's, it's actually sort of a form of cuckolding, which is, in a way, like you're sort of watching someone else have sex with your partner, right? So, yeah. by watching porn, you're watching two other people doing something and getting off on other people doing something. You're not doing it. Yes. Right? Now, like I said, go for it. But what, what I want to highlight is that if left unchecked, it can have a detrimental effect. And does. It does. Absolutely. Like, like a little bit of alcohol is fine. Too much can cause harm. And yeah. the only problem is is that pornography is so widespread that and it's so easy to access. I could click my phone right now and be watching whatever I liked in whatever combinations, which on one hand is freaking amazing and liberating and all of that sort of stuff. But on the other hand is it doesn't it doesn't sort of it, it's it's it takes away real connections and relationships rather than seeking out and trying to fulfill some fantasy. Right. You're just going to watch something. I can watch it. Now, having fulfilled certain fantasies versus having watched fantasies, I can tell you very much so that the fulfilling of said fantasies is far more – it brings far more lasting joy and self-fulfillment. Yeah. You know, like – and, like, I'm not going to share the specifics of what I've done, right? Yeah. But having done those things, it makes – it's like you can almost be like, huh, I've ticked that box. It's like a bucket list thing. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. able to have that experience to feel that fantasy. I might do it again. I might not. Who knows? But I did that thing. And, oh, it's like, you know, I accomplished a goal in a sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watching porn of that same thing. Is not that. Is not at all yeah, that. Yeah. It's, diff- it's like you watched a movie about it. But it's a space, right? Yeah. You might watch it with a partner. You might watch it by yourself because you need to get off for what, you know, to, as a release, right? I'm just cautioning people about the addictive nature of it. I like what you said about it can take away from the real connection. So yeah. if if you're watching porn and using it to replace a real connection, it's kind of like when you scroll Facebook and you use that as a replacement to like yeah. really catch up with a friend or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a and, real issue there. And it can it can sway. It can both inform and you know you have different options of sexual play, but mm-hmm. it can also disrupt what you think sexual play should be yes so it's a, it's and a double a real other person connection would be like well it might be like that yeah but it might not be exactly so it's not it's not it's not it's like watching a superhero movie and expecting if you get punched in the face to not get knocked out mm-hmm. you know what i mean like watch watch reality versus um expectation on that well that's one thing i liked about this 
um, kink book you write, you sort of have this, you almost have, you're quite cheeky towards porn in it. I am, like, yeah. But you encourage real connection or real world experiences over that and you sort of almost give people ideas of how to communicate in that space. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a couple of things that's, um, it's called how it started and how it's going and it's a text conversation between two people starting online and I think the opening lines is, oh, what, so they lead with their dicks. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is that a lot of females online, and I get this, so I'll, I'll link it my, um, obviously we'll link the book and I'll link my kink positive Instagram. Yeah. It's a picture of the book cover. And because I'm posting memes and barely any pictures or videos of myself, so many guys online assume that I'm a chick. Yeah. So I'm firsthand seeing what a, what they perceive to be a sexualized female mm-hmm. receiving. And it's. Not okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wall of doodles. Oh my! It's God. a mess, right? And and some women as well. Like it's 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 yeah. You know, okay. It, you know, and it's but it's like you know. So so I've had this conversation that I sort of replicate with so many people online, just talking to them, being and you know both ways. And so this this whole thing is just like the, these two stories, how it started, how it's going, is a text based conversation of this couple meeting up online. The guy's opening line to the girl. The opening line of the book is obviously they've had a prior conversation to the to the start of the story. Is yeah. it's like so they lead with their dicks, basically being like the average experience of a female online in this space is straight away that she's receiving. She's yeah. she's getting a dick pic. Yeah. Which, if you don't know already, dear listener, for ninety nine, maybe nine hundred ninety nine out of a thousand women. Is a turn off. I yeah. have I have chatted to a couple that like no nah, like fuck yeah I love it, but I must 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 emphasize that they don't. Doodles look funny. Yeah. Your doodles yeah. look funny. So does mine. It's not a pretty organ. So the women that you, <laughs> you like the pictures. Yes, that's right. Just because you, like look, I like receiving nudes mm. because I'm a guy that's visual. That doesn't Do you mean like that it girls. The first thing that she has not sent. really no, yeah, exactly. and I don't because to be honest. You can find better, I'm hesitant to say better, but more perfectly structured anatomy mm. on a subreddit, right? Porn yeah, thing. because it's like the the average person doesn't look like the absolute stunning 10 out of 10s that you can find easily available on porn, right? So mm. if I wanted to see that body part instantly it's not going to match what I can find for free. Yeah. So what I think what you're getting at is that in the DMs- You need relationship. You're looking for relationship. Yeah. And this, yeah. And this story is obviously- And obviously it's like hyper-realized, right? Yeah. That he leads with this, gets her laughing. They talk about the fact it- And then it ends up with the sharing of nudes anyway. Yeah. Which yeah, leads yeah, into yeah. the next story of them actually catching up and having a relationship in person. But that's the thing that it's not that she doesn't ever want to see nudes. It's that- or send no in this case send send yeah yeah so the thing is she actually she actually and a lot of girls actually do get off and want to and enjoy the experience and play of it because yeah. they find it fun fair enough how but do we have that conversation still not want to receive dick pics that but that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a separate that's a separate discussion yeah. right either way it's 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 a nuance of relationship building yeah but that's not just but the story is still quite fun and yeah. humorous and yeah. playful right I want to get into the, the the first main story of the book, mm-hmm. Friends with Benefits, because this is one that you really helped me on. Oh, yeah, okay. It's And I really like the characters here. They're, they're, they're good friends. 
but they um, are friend- they have a friends with benefits relationship. So yeah. They'll regularly have sex, play with each other, but they're not possessive. They've had a long history. It's like that the pure sort of friends with benefits thing, helping each other out. They don't have plans to be married. They're more than happy to help each other find things. Yeah, and it's almost that like um, stereotypical dream. Friends with benefits relationship. Exactly, that right? people think you can't get, which I don't know if you can or not. I well, look, maybe you can, maybe you can't. <laughs> the, the point is it's fiction we get to play. Yeah, it's fiction, yeah. So I'm going to play this story for you at the end of the at the end of the le- at the, the episode. But I wanted to talk about the creative process of it. So you will get spoilers for the story, which is a bit of a shame, but unavoidable. Okay. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the story basically runs that the the chick – Frankie is explaining a story of a previous adventure to the guy, Val. Yeah. Whilst she's going down on him. Yeah. So as you're getting her story, you're also getting the sub story of what she's doing to him. And then it's revealed that she's playing with him whilst telling this hypersexualized story and of what happened. That's their kind of That's their dynamic. They do. Yeah. It's 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 sort of framed as a bet. You know, he made a bet that it's never really stated, but something along the lines of that he could go longer without it than her or that she would crave. Or it's not yeah, really stated. Yeah. That's not the point. Point is, she lost. She has to pay up to him. Yeah. So, they've, they've made sex a bit of a game, a bit of a bargain. Fun. Yeah. So, the story is that she has a certain like for a certain type of people. She's invited to a party, gets quite drunk, and ends up having a um, group experience with a bunch of men. Yeah. That's the story. And then as as they come she gets Frankie to come at the same time. So no. so I've tied those two those two story threads together right at the end. Yeah. yeah. I think quite quite well. Cleverly. Quite <laughs> cleverly. Um you'll see that they're um they both arrive together and it's lovely. But in the first draft of this, you were like, oh, oh, oh this is this is oof. You you pulled away and you had this look on your face like, is this is this what you want, Zach? Is this what you're expecting? <laughs> right? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And the problem was that I jumped from the sort of lead into the sex without the intermediary reaction of Frankie, the male character. Val. Sorry, Val. Sorry. Val to Frankie's action. So, because you sort of, you're like, oh, this is extreme. Like, and you you had this emotional reaction to what was happening. You're like, wait, hang on, what? Like, is she safe? Like, what's... Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, I read it and I was like, whoa. But the thing is, I never read this kind of stuff. So, I did sort of have in mind that, like, is this, like, just... Is this what it is? Is this just what people write in this space? See, I but I've, I have read some that. stuff like that and you're like, whoa, what the hell is even happening? Right? Like, they go from you zero to like 100 that? straight up and it's it's yeah, it's a it's, lot. it's a lot to process. So, so, what we realized was that the fact that you were having an emotional reaction, one of the tricks of writing is to let the character express the reader's emotional reaction. And when the character is resolved, the reader's resolved. That's right, yes. And that actually caused the characters to have a deeper relationship. Yeah. Because then I had Val pausing the the what she's doing right then and there and being like, hang on, hang on, stop. Like, four guys at once? Like, are you okay? Like, yeah, what the yeah, hell, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then they get this bit of interplay and jostling that's like, oh, are you jealous? And it's like, no, I'm not jealous. I just, you know, like, I actually, like, legit do just care about you. Yeah. And then- he, she she really hyper emphasizes the fact that like well for one if this was you with four girls we wouldn't be having this discussion yeah. because we would all know that you're safe why can't I do things with four guys if I want to yeah. you know like sort of like so there's that sort of sexuality sort of flipping the narrative Liberation there stuff sort of well I mean like I am you know obviously I'm a guy writing 
that perspective. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, take it for what it is. But highlighting that fact that if the roles were reversed, you could easily – it's like, wow, like, no, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the stigma there. But she highlights and effectively explains to him, like, no, this is like a fantasy of mine. I fulfilled it. Yeah. Now sit back and, you know, I'm paying up on my bet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. rewriting it with Val's being satisfied that Frankie's safe and enjoyed it and was actually, like, leaning into it because, holy crap, this was, like, one of her fantasies with, yeah. the, you know, the perfect group of guys that were, like, you know, like, that whole thing. Yeah. The reader, i.e. you, are now, except, like, you're okay with- Yeah, it, like, um justifies it or it makes you feel safe reading it or feel okay reading it. Rather yeah. Rather than thinking, oh, my God, this is getting a bit out of hand. Because I didn't want- it's very easy to be like, hey, they, they do it because sex. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that, that feels very, very, like, what I don't like about porn. Yeah, and it's that superficial thing. Yeah, like, like in porn, it's like a girl goes to a house and it's like, oh, and it's just so contrived, like, various yeah, levels of yeah. bullshit contravity. Yeah. If I was to watch porn, like, back onto the porn thing, like, I would prefer to watch just real people doing real things, not a story, just like a home footage of actual people having sex because that's yeah, more real. Yeah, but then that almost, like, I get that, but then it almost, like, part of you is like, oh, because you kind of feel even more of that, what you said before, like, you feel like you're just there in the room and it's, like, awkward. <laughs> there's different There's different levels. Yeah. It's just, for me, the, the contrived story I can't get into. Yeah. So, from a fictional I perspective, really yeah, I wanted to highlight the... the, the yeah, yeah, just give, give the emotion, you know, give it's the... It's like give the, the humanity of almost, like... Made it a bit more realistic or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll play that story for you at the end of the um, the episode here. Uh, have we have we covered a lot of what we wanted to cover with this discussion? Yeah, I think so. I just, like, um, I liked your sort of – you're kind of making a point with it. Like, it's – like, yes, you wrote some stories about sex and that's awesome, but you almost had this kind of mental health point of it of, like – it should be okay to talk about sex. It should be okay to. That's not necessarily in the book, though. No, me, that's not me in the book. Me sharing at all. it is because, like, I don't want to highlight like this is a mental health sex book. It's not no, at no, all no, that. Not it at is all. like you could pick yeah. this up and just read it as like a book of well-written smut. Yeah, exactly. No, that's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. Um, but but the act of sharing it, I think, is is the layer that you're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. you could have just written it for yourself. For your own writing therapy or for your own fun or whatever, but you're like, no, no, I really want to sort of show uh, that it's okay. I, I do want to get onto the sharing sharing it aspect because yeah. I have put it out there, and you know, some friends have been like, hey, uh, <laughs> I saw your ad for uh, you. <laughs> how's that? How's that going? Uh, I didn't read it because I'm your friend. And it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get a bit of that, and I, I know fine. that you know, people at work, people at training, like it's it's sort of going around that I've written this, but it's like people don't necessarily bring it up. Sometimes they do. Interestingly, I've put it put stuff out there on the um on the kink social media and like i said i'll link you <laughs> basically being like hey i've got some you know, stuff to share if you've got a kink let me know i'll link your story and what i quickly realized was that what i wrote what i felt was quite extreme like i've got a story in there of consensual non-consent so people so yeah. so people agreeing to being just you know raped basically but yeah. they've agreed to it beforehand it's a game it's that, a fantasy thing it's a fantasy thing yeah. right Consensual. Consensual non-consent. Yeah, we've talked about wow, it before. Yeah. So much mm. I'm learning. About they've, talk, they've talked about it beforehand, right? Yes, exactly. That's the point. They've got yeah. a system. 
all like that. That's sort of like the level that I'm I'm going for. Like I said, they're talking about the you know four four guys and one girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I quickly realised that I have not hit so many different potentially more extreme or just out there or just sort of tangentially uh, kinky sort of stuff that yeah. in the next one it will be even more – like there will be even more variation and more yeah, well. deviation. And it's sort of like what – yeah, because you're, you're far more conservative than I am. Yeah. So I'm presenting this to you and you're like, dude, I'm like a priest's daughter. Like, <laughs> like how, you know, I can't yeah. – I accept you, yeah. but this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, but then – for, like I'm like okay now I'm gonna put I'm gonna try and push the boundaries on this because fun writing right yeah yeah only to to realize when I bring it out to market to you freaks um, yeah that they're like wow you're so sweet <laughs> yeah you're so sweet that's sort of like more vanilla play you know <laughs> so I'm like fair call so kink number two will go harder yeah okay. pun intended yeah, yeah, yeah. in um <laughs> uh, in a lot of different ways so yeah it's why it's like you've entered this world and realized well, hey, you're actually just on the edge of it but a couple of things on the writing process here if i was to write say epic fantasy right you have to invent this whole world this this overarching thing this villain that's doing something everyone has to have character motivations yada 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 right it's amazing i want to do that but as a way to play with fiction it's so much harder than like, it's easy to just be, oh, why do people want sex? You don't necessarily have to, there's no justification necessary. Do you know what I mean? Like, like to, to set up why Frodo and the gang want to carry the one ring across. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole like. Massive. Oh, there's yeah. so, yeah, obviously. Right. But apply that to any sort of non, any, any sort of fictional story. Whereas if the story, if the, if the crux of the action is sexuality, you can get into it more quick. You can explore themes easier. Because yeah. the character, the intern, like you know, one of the main drivers of the character motivation is obvious and apparent, and we basically all have it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it becomes a, it becomes that thing. So that's sort of like why I like to play play and practice with it as well. But on the other side of things, back to like listening to the muse, right? I'm like, oh, I got this book done real quick because I, you know, we we sort of once I started on it, I just sort of. The music was so ready. So, so ready. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'll write number two because I've already got maybe a quarter of it done already. Yeah. And then I wanted to keep trying to write it and then it just stopped. Yeah, wow. And I felt like I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? I tried to force it. Tried yeah. to force it. And as with everything sexual, you probably shouldn't force it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, but the muse doesn't like to be forced. The muse doesn't like to be forced. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I could write this and make it sort of feel like a job and it sort of be just – not so great or I can let it go move my attentions to other projects and then come back to it when I've read more and written more so even even more so kink number two will be even better than kink number one yeah so stay tuned for that That's obviously really cool. but it was all like the, the the creative process is like I can't force it so it's like yeah I wrote this and I know that I I can sort of feel different projects coming in my yeah, mind yeah so like when this one came you couldn't run from it but now it's like you can't force it either if it's not coming. It's like you have to catch it when it when it's ready, kind of thing. Yeah, and like there's a few projects that I've got brewing. Like yeah. the one I'm working on now is is like a list of idioms, cliches, mm. principles of life that we all sort of say. Like you know, a bird in the um, a bird in the um, in the hand is worth two in the bush. Like that sort of yeah. stuff. That's what's coming now. And I, you I, kind of like I really have want this to write funny, kink, you yeah, know. You're almost like not that excited. You're almost like, oh, this thing, like, yeah, it's a chore. But I have to, like, you actually have to go through it now. The other side, yeah. But now, now that I've accepted that, I'm like, now I'm going to lean into that project. Yeah. So that that'll be the next one after this one, not because I want it to be, mm. 
on one level, it's like, no, I'd really want to be writing more kink because that yeah. was like super fun. And it's like, I'm, I'm having amazing discussions with people online. It's a whole nother community, like many, many communities of people that are into, you know, they're just regular people that just happen to like whatever it is they like. Yeah. And they're you know? like allowing themselves to experiment. But it's a whole, it's a whole bunch of interesting connections there yeah. that I would love to be able to explore. Instead, I'm going to write this book that basically I'm not sure if anyone will want other than myself. It's like one of these things that I just want to exist for its own sake. No, for me, I see it as one of those gift books. So, like, you know, well, I don't really go to bookstores as much anymore. I shop online more. But, you know, we used to go to a bookstore and you'd flick through and then they had these little motivational books. Okay. And it said, like, how to make yourself smile and then you'd open it and it'd have, like, See, I don't like that, though. Like that, I no, I stuff always love them. No, I always love them. Well, well, fine. You can buy my so, book. Yeah, so yeah. I think you're writing one of those. It's going to be like... <laughs> it's going to be lame is what we're saying. Wisdom from the ages. This oh, is what I'd like, love to have a flick yeah, through. Yeah. So, so, like, I feel very lame writing this, yeah. but it feels like it has to come. No, it's going to just think of it as a gift for someone's birthday or something. All right, all right. That's how we'll market That's it. That's how it is. We'll have this discussion. I'll be like, I think this book is lame. It's not at all as fun like kink. And you'll be like, no, no, it's buy lovely. Buy it for your grandma. She'll love it. <laughs> just don't buy his other stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, there's this funny thing about that that I actually think we should talk about as well. Like, So we're married. So this kind of – there's a funny thing here where we, we've sort of elephant in the room. So let's just get into that as well. So we're married. So Zach writes a lot of different stuff. And I'm not into BDSM or any of this weird stuff at all. And the funny thing is the book kind of paints you as someone that maybe is a bit more into it than what you are. Like you are a little bit, but like more than me, but you're not this like – you're not out every day – you know, I'm literally an doing introverted. whatever BDSM I mean, people do. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that word is for that. You're definitely, I'm yeah. an introverted writer. Yeah, like you're actually an introverted writer. So this- Whereas this other is, people might go go to a BDSM nightclub every Friday. Yeah, I'll you've been to home. one I've once. been to one once and I'm like, that was cool, but I also hate like nightclubs. Read a book I hate all night. I hate all nightclubs. Including those ones. Including not 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 hate them. It's just it's too over. It's it's too overwhelming it for is, my sense. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, right. It's not for me. And you're you know you're a little bit of a homebody. And even though you like this stuff a little bit, and you're happy to experiment a little bit. But anyway, no. The point is <laughs> that it's quite funny that it's sort of like you will write different books on different topics, and one day you want to write a book about sex, and I'm like, I support <laughs> how you. That, how does that feel? It's quite awkward. Um, it's okay, and I'm happy to support your creative process. It's a little bit out of my um, you did very well comfort zone. No, but so it's I think actually I did good. Quite well. It's actually good because, like, like with the friends with benefits thing, you're like highlighting a problem, and if you're like being like, "Hey, this is a real problem here," it makes the story better. No, I know, but I think like I, I guess what I'm trying to get, yeah, that's true. But I, what I'm trying to get at is like I think it's nice that we, in our marriage, support different projects that we're into, of even though it's not what we're both like. Well, you're working as an editor. You're putting an editor hat on. Yeah, exactly. You're, 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 you're wanting to support the stuff I'm doing for multiple reasons. Yeah. One, you're a lovely person and partner. Two, yeah, it's that's right. I part think of, so. <laughs> well, it's part of my online career. I hope to sell books. Yeah, that's um, right. Speaking of the selling, though, and this sort of relates to to everything. Uh, I put everything out that I can for free online, so you yeah. can actually read every single. Chapter. Smutty piece smutty of <laughs> You can read it all now. It's on there. Like, I'll link you to it. I'm not going to link you to the Amazon page to buy it. I'm going to link you to the page where you can see the 33 poems and stuff. And you can click through and read each one. And the idea is, is that why I do this with all of my books and content where I can. There's a couple of things that I just simply can't get around due to the platform it's on, like my Insight Timer courses and stuff. But mm. wherever possible, I'm like, here you go. Here it is for free. Mm. And the reason being is, is, well, multiple. One, number one. 
I'm some just random online writer. Why would you trust me and spend money on something that you haven't experienced? Yeah. Seems a little bit silly. So here you go. Two, it encourages people that can't afford things like mental health sort of stuff or I suppose in this sense, you know, any sort of- Empowerment or liberation whatever, or whatever. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. they can get it for free. And and I think that information and entertainment and that sort of stuff should be free, but more so if you- I think the way that the world is going, particularly in the online space, if you like what someone's doing, you will reward them. Yeah. You know, you'll either- if you, if you like kink, you'll read it. Then you'll tell someone. Yeah, right? exactly. And it'll spread and it'll grow. And- if you want to own it in one place, you can buy the book. If you want to listen to it, you can buy the audio book, right? Yeah, ebook. I love that. Whatever, right? I've got it on paperback, audio, and ebook, but I've just got it on my website for free because it does a couple of things. It enables it to be easily shared. You can be like, oh, hey, you know, husband, here's this, you know, and just send them the one link. Interestingly enough, I've had multiple, multiple people say to me that, like, oh, this story, and they grabbed one of those stories and was like, this. they either said, this is how my partner literally approached me yeah. like you, you bring me back That's to amazing. our i'm like holy crap like like and one of them was like almost like said almost word for word i'm like uh, whoa so that's cool but also it's like giving people opportunities like hey this is sort of what i want to try it's a, it's a it's a breaching the gap yeah but i think you're good at that in general with all your writing well that, that's, that's of, what i'm yeah. saying like i hope to be be that sort of bridge it's like, like i didn't have the words for this but this guy does yeah exactly yeah. It, like with mental health it's like hey well you know like i know that you're struggling check this resource out mm. that act of flicking a resource that's mental health based across opens the communication gap and might save a life yeah, exactly and in in this space it's like you could do it to a partner to a friend to a you know to whatever and be like hey like you know have you considered this like one of the stories has um i think what do i call it husband swap yeah husband yeah swap. husband swap um has has two has two um married women mm. talking about and it starts off with them trying to plan a way to deceive and dupe their partners into having sex with the other one yeah because they really want to they really want to play with each other's partners yeah, right yeah, they're, yeah. they're a bit bored with their partners they've got an active sex, sex life but it's like dude like you know it's like it's like oh, i just want to you know Try someone else. Try yeah. someone else. Of, you know, and they, they talk about how it's, you know, you, when you get married, it's like that's the end of the um, – we've, we've talked about this before, but what's, yeah. what, what's the saying? Like getting married is like the, there's, no, there's no sort of script beyond marriage. Yeah, there's – yeah. That the goal Prince, is – Prince Charming marries Cinderella and then the story finishes, but sort of like what How do you keep do? it fun? <laughs> you know, and, the, and then these, these, two, these two ladies, the way that they want to keep fun is to partner swap. Yeah. And it starts off with this this idea of duping and playing, and they talk about like maybe we could like you know plant some books, watch some movies, get them drunk, have a spa thing, yeah. and like have this whole contrived thing where I'll push you onto him, and oh yeah, accidentally kiss him, and then now I have to kiss your guy just to make it up, yeah. and you know this whole thing, and then it ends with oh maybe we should just talk about it. Open communication. Open communication yeah. because mo- like most likely that'd be down if we yeah. can just breach the discussion, if we can just yeah. if we can just take that step and be like. Where people, it's okay to want to have sex with other people. Yeah. In in this in this instance, yeah, and that's yeah. and that's fine for them. So it's sort of like it goes down the path. You think they're going to go playing that that deception game. Yeah. Then but you've it's got just those little hidden lessons. I don't want to call it lessons because that feels like so word, but teachery. Like, like it's, um, it's well, it's it's. I want to just highlight real communication. Real communication, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, and I'm going to, like I said, I'm, I'm thinking about kink two now and we're going down that path and it's going more extreme, but it's like, mm. if you're, if you and your 
female friend want to partner swap, have at it. Yeah, like, have the, enjoy okay. that. That's yeah. okay. Like, why, why, why should you accept the societal-based norms of how you should think, act, work, and fuck? <laughs> that is your message. <laughs> no, but right. Yeah. Like, 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 you, you, it's it's getting easier and easier to see that we don't want to work nine to five. Mm. So it's okay to have side hustles. Yeah. Right. It's okay to have different feelings and you know live your own life. Yeah. Let's extend that in every every case. Yeah. That's oh, you're right. married. That doesn't mean you have to stay with one person. It might mean you might want to. Oh, you're married. That doesn't mean that all fun has to end, exit out of the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, you're single. That doesn't mean that you, you know, be slutty, right? Yeah. In, in just in, you know, it's okay to do and explore and experiment. But it's kind of like bring the ethics in because we want to, to be still, you don't need to trick people or well, coerce well, people. Well, in it, I do agree with you on a personal sense, mm. but from a writer and the book sense, mm-hmm. I do have some characters being unethical. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's up to you to work out which version you yeah. think is right. It sort of you highlights know. some things. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, like like in real life, yeah, be ethical about it. Yeah. But fiction can play. No, and that's the other thing about this book to keep in mind. It is fiction. Like, it's a bit of fun. It's, yeah. yeah. I have, I have a- Don't take it too seriously. No, but, and that's, and that's you know, it's sort of like, I feel like we're sort of just, I don't know, I, I do want to highlight what I'm doing, but I also being aware that I am talking, you know, it's sort of like that- Self-congratulatory, uh, <laughs> self-jerking myself, but <laughs> it's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, look, that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I do, I do want to sort of bring it to a close. I just, <laughs> yeah. If you, I don't know, is there anything that we have um no, have I missed think on? Good. Yeah. So, so what I'll do is I'll end it with um the story friends with benefits. Yeah. And I'll put a link to um kink in the show notes so you can read any of the 33 stories, read them all. Don't, yeah. don't buy the book. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All I ask is, is that if you, you know, if you like the book, if you like a story, maybe tell someone. Sure. Share it with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> or if you don't want to tell someone, if it's too embarrassing, fine. Yeah, Enjoy exactly. it for yourself. That's right. And maybe just, you know, to. rate and review the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's all good. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 I'm, I'm giving it to the world. <laughs> um, it is, it is, you know, a gift. Enjoy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you enjoy it, grab a copy, have fun. Like I said, about to play the story. It is a little bit of a... Uh, Not for little ears. Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> They've been listening this whole time. Now's the time to kick. <laughs> All right. I'll play it for you. Cheers. Cheers. Friends with benefits. Look, I'll admit it. You were right and I was wrong. Satisfied? Said Frankie, adjusting herself on the couch. Not yet, replied Val, shifting slightly. I think you owe me the full story. Besides, we made a bet and I know you are not one to skirt payment. He winked at her and she rolled her eyes. He glanced at her over the top of his glasses and smiled, giving her the look that she was all too familiar with by now. The one that said, You are a silly goose, and you know it, but nonetheless, I accept you. Frankie trusted Val more than anyone, because she knew he would always have her back. He was her rock, and she was his. 
he had helped her escape the clutches of her narcissistic father, and since then, he had always been in her corner, through her many boyfriends, flings, and regrets. She shuddered involuntarily at some of the memories that came flooding back. All right, she said, tying her hair in a ponytail. Give me a moment to get ready, and you'll get your story and your payment. But Val... Yeah, he said. This time, I... Well, just don't laugh too much, okay? Frankie, remember when the fisherman caught you sucking that guy off at the end of the pier? Did I laugh too much then? Yes, you were belly laughing about it for a week, and kept ordering us fish and chips on movie night for a month just to rub it in my face, Frankie said with a huff. Ah, true. And yet you still told me about the time your then-boyfriend's mother found your bright red panties in his pocket on wash day, he said chuckling. And about the two guys at the festival. And that one time you were so horny that you took off all your... Okay, okay, Frankie cut in with a smile and shook her head. Fair, but still, this is a lot, even for me. She shut the television off and unfolded a rug between it and the couch. You haven't even begun yet, and I'm already excited, Val said, getting himself comfortable. I think I'm ready. Frankie sighed as she set herself up on the ground. Unrelated, but how nice is this rug? So much better than the hardwood floor on the knees, you know? Nobody, I wouldn't know. Seeing as you're the one that keeps losing our little bets. Hey, that hurt, Val said, rubbing his inner thigh. I'll do shut up, and while you're at it, wipe that smirk off your face. See, this is why I love making bets with you, Frankie. I know you so well that I can predict with an almost guarantee that when push comes to shove, you will break first. Buddy, you're an absolute nympho at heart. Hell, at this point, I think you're losing these bets just so you have to pay up on them, Val chuckled. You are just jealous because I'm so much better than you at picking up, Frankie said with a ditzy accent. Quit stalling and get to work, and while you're at it, tell me the goddamn story already, he said with a mock sternness. With that, Val put his hands behind his head, reclined back on the couch, and closed his eyes. Frankie settled down and got herself comfortable. Her story may take a while, and she didn't want to tell it in two sittings. She knew Val wasn't a quick finisher, but she also knew that he very much enjoyed hearing her tales. The good, the bad, and in most cases, the slutty. She took a sip of water, licked her lips, and began. Okay, so... Remember that guy I told you about last week? The one with the mohawk and the nose piercings? The one you suggested was overcompensating with the neck and hand tattoos? Mm-hmm, replied Val absently. Blinking, he added, The one who sold you the fun baggie? The one you flashed at the beach? Or the one you met on the way home from the rave? Ouch! Frankie sighed and said resignedly, the one who sold me the fun baggie. What? I have a type. Sue me. She laughed and changed her movement pattern. Val coughed, telling her to please do continue with her story. Anyway, I rocked up late to the party and a little bit baked. Okay, quite late and extremely baked. 
there weren't many people left. Just him and a few of his mates. She paused, biting her bottom lip. Mmm, they were all, well, similar to him, you know. I was instantly dripping with excitement. Val chuckled and jumped again at another pinch. Oh, please, like you could resist playing with four drunk college prims, all wearing identical plaid skirts and cardies, all eyeing you up and down, talking about the depravity that they wanted to bestow upon you, Frankie said. You know they wouldn't be talking like that, said Val. Yes, yes, you prefer to be the one in charge leading them, opening them up to the wonders of sexual freedom bestowed upon them by Master Daddy Dom Sir Val the Most Holy, Frankie mocked. This is my story, and well, a group of those kind of men, talking to me like that is what gets me going, okay? So stop giggling, lay down, and enjoy the rest of this. He smiled and pushed his short hair up in the middle. Perhaps, if I hold my hair like this, you'll have the added inspiration to fully pay out on our bet. This time Val yelped from a bite. Look Val, not gonna lie, it helps. But we both know you aren't my type. How can you go through life without a single tattoo or piercing? Val began to respond, but was cut off by Frankie's hand, pushing him back down against the couch. But let me tell you a little secret, buddy. They would probably think you to be the baddest little boy if they were to discover a secret tat here or there. So he touched his upper thigh and belly. You know, something for their eyes only. They would squirm right out of their knee-high socks and arrange their flats neatly by the wall like the good little girls you want them to be. Frankie, I appreciate the jest, but now isn't the time. I'm not going to last forever here. Val pulled Frankie in closer by her top. Can you please get back to the story? You're no fun, Frankie huffed, then giggled and blushed. Okay, but remember, you promised not to laugh at me. I made no such promise. In fact, I plan on laughing about this repeatedly, said Val, winking. Frankie sighed. Hmm, <sighs> well, soon it was just the five of us, alone in the house. We made our way to the lounge room and partook in copious amounts of inebriation of many varieties. I got up onto the table and started dancing. They made me feel so sexy up there, and I really put on a show for them. Oh. I've seen the videos. I know exactly what kind of show you are capable of performing when you put your mind to it, said Val, taking a deep breath. Well, Frankie said, slowing her hands down. In short order, I was on the couch, between two of them, practicing my skiing technique. Then one was between my legs, doing wondrous things with his tongue. Then I was on all fours, being spit-roasted. Fuck me, it was so fucking hot. Frankie began to move herself a bit faster. Val fought to suppress a gasp. I'm so wet just thinking about it. My God, Val, you can't even imagine. Val frowned and sat upright. Hang on, wait a second. Hey, stop that. Val pulled Frankie's face level with his and looked at her silently for a long moment. You are serious, aren't you? Are you okay? If they hurt you, I swear I will. Frankie blushed and then smiled. Is that some jealousy I hear creeping in, Val? I'm not jealous. You know that. But four? 
Four guys? At once? Val said through clenched teeth. Looking straight into Val's eyes, Frankie replaced her hands onto his legs. With deft proficiency, she spoke, slowly emphasizing each word with the specific motion of her hands. Val, I loved it. Every fucking minute of it. It's all I can think about. Val made a motion to talk, but Frankie cut him off. Ugh, this overprotective thing is sweet and all, but Val, it was incredible. It just seems a bit excessive, you know? I didn't take you for a sexist, Frankie chuckled. What are you talking about? Why is it fine for you to fuck a group of women, but not for me to fuck a group of men? Point taken, Val said, lying back again. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't taken advantage of. Thank you, Frankie whispered, giving Val a peck on the cheek. When she had him relaxed and attentive again, she continued her story. So, I don't really know how many times I was fucked that night, but I do know that I was well and truly satisfied. I think I had a dick inside every possible place they should be placed, and perhaps also places they shouldn't be, she giggled. Buddy, you are painting the most apt word picture. I'm so looking forward to seeing how it all ends, said Val. Oh, the ending is coming soon, don't you worry. Frankie moved faster and began using her lips. Oh, settle down, of course the pun was intended. Mmm, replied Val, squirming in his seat and smiling widely. How, how did they finish? All over me, of course. Frankie went deep for a moment, then coming up for air, replaced her lips with her hands. They put me on my knees in between them. Then one by one, they came. Val grunted, and Frankie went faster. One on my chest. Val's breathing got heavier. One on my ass. Frankie used her two hands together. One on my face. Val moaned. And the last one, Frankie said, looking up at her friend, making sure her timing was perfect. The last one came right down my throat.